Jacksonville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
Yeah, when the foghorn blows, I wanna hear it. I don't have the fear that I wanna rock your gypsy soul. Just like way back in the days of old. And magnificently we will fold into the mystic. You know I will be coming home Yeah, when that foghorn whistle blows I gotta hear it I don't have to fear it And I wanna rock on gypsy soul Just like way back in the days of old And together we will back fuckers to another edition of the patriot party podcast i am mick and of course with me is my much better beloved wonderfully red and domestically terroristically looking she <laughs> is beautiful sidekick and partner and oh, wife oh and a significantly better half Lynn. hello yes. patriots how's everyone doing tonight yeah yeah i drove four hours today to get a cow and a cow she got i did so i have four freezers full of dead cow yes. right now it's pretty amazing and a cooler that i'm cooking into dog food over the next couple of days yes and an entire cow's liver which is this freaking big it's in its own cooler right now so i'm waiting for that to defrost so i can make all kinds of yummy stuff liver and onions beef pate dog food good stuff i like liver so liverwurst you do you <laughs> just gonna say that you do you either way Ooh, uh yeah. tonight we do have uh James Jergowski. yes as he comes back yes for round two yes very well to give us both um an update although we gave you guys kind of an update of what happened at the uh you know the attempted world takeover um otherwise known as the world economic forum um meeting but uh also what's happening right now with the fda which mick asked me why why are you so hung up on this what's such a big deal okay they're about to authorize the poison gene therapy shots for babies babies okay like when babies start dying in pediatricians offices like that at that point it's too late okay so other than 
making me look like a gigantic asshole. You are a gigantic asshole. And I, that's not the way that conversation went down. Either way, uh, let's bring him in because yes. he's just sitting in, in there and uh, we can bring him in. We can talk to him for a bit, see what's yes. going on. Anyway. Hopefully you can hear me okay. Yes. yes welcome sir. back. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for helping. Uh, thanks for having me on. I mean, and uh, thanks for helping spread the word. Yeah. Uh, there's a million things to talk about. The things that you mentioned seem like, you know, ancient history. But if you <laughs> want to dig up some ancient history and review it and move forward, you tell me what you want to talk about and off we go. No, let's let's talk about what's important right now. So because sure. I already gave our listeners an update on what happened. We mostly won. Um, but, you know, of course, I can always come back around for round two in January, I believe, is the next uh, meeting. So, you know. They'll, they'll bring it back up, I'm sure. But let's concentrate on what we have to do right now to fix the problem in front of us right now. And, and one of the things I have been focusing on is, you know, paying attention to what's coming so that people can be alerted, at, you know, what's coming up in the future and, and people can be organized and take action. You know, it's no good uh, to learn about something that had already happened. OK, and so. Uh, we're right under the wire here today. Um, I don't know if this is live or if it's uh, going to be recorded. It's live. Okay, wonderful. And so recorded, so it'll be um, put out as an audio podcast tomorrow morning, but it's live right now. And and so the uh, deadline for those who are listening live to put in your public comment uh, about um, you know child sacrifice, whether or not you're for or against that. Um, someone was trying to call me. I hope that didn't interrupt the stream too badly. Um, nope. And so. Uh, Tonight at midnight Eastern time or 9 p.m. Pacific time is the deadline to put in public comment through the federal register to get to the FDA. And if you simply go to a, a website that I've put together to make that easy, um, opposethefraud.com, O-P-P-O-S-E-T-H-E-F-R-A-U-D.com, um, should be very self-explanatory. Watch a couple of videos to see what's going on. Um, both Pfizer and Moderna would like the FDA to uh, sign off on an emergency use authorization to give their essentially experimental genetic um, changing therapy injections to six month old babies on up to five or six years. And as far as I'm concerned, that's a line in the sand that I will do everything you know I possibly can to raise everyone's awareness to, to stop that. You know, the audience is partly the um, vaccine advisory committee that is going to be meeting to get a sales pitch, quite frankly, from Moderna and Pfizer and a secondary sales pitch from their buddies at the FDA, because they usually don't give a whole lot of pushback. They just, you know, add on. Uh, and so the vaccine advisory committee, um, it's an advisory committee. So they're going to give their expert advice. And one might say big whoop de doo right? But it would be much more difficult for the FDA to be faced with a unanimous um, advisory committee saying, you know, we reject this authorization, um, but the FDA could do that. And so, you know, my prayer that's going out into the universe to God and everyone who will hear it, and, and you know, my vision of the future is that somebody in the next week or so at the FDA is going to go into work and they're going to do their job. They're going to follow the rules. They're going to write a Dear John letter to both Moderna and Pfizer and say, look, um, here are the requirements that are needed for the FDA to authorize this. And y'all just haven't met it for a very, very simple reason. Kids don't die from COVID. 
kids don't die from COVID, kids don't die from COVID. Sometimes maybe they catch COVID, but what tends to happen is their immune system is very flexible at a young age. And so they develop natural immunity to it and they become part of the herd immunity that everybody's been talking about. Uh, one of the last studies that I checked, about 70 to 80% of children have been exposed to COVID. They do exhibit you know, antibodies to it. And you know, for the most part, nobody even noticed that they had it because for them, it's not that big a deal because their immune system doesn't go crazy in response to it. And, and the problem that people have is actually their immune system's response. Kids' immune systems figure it out pretty quickly. They survive it. And then they become part of you know, the, the um, control group, if you will. And you know, arguably, what the uh, drug companies really want to do is eliminate the control group in this big experiment because as long as kids have not been uh, given these injections, they're part of the you know non-experimented on group. And as long as they're healthy, um, they're making these injections look bad because they're really not needed. And the fraud that I have already seen in the documents is absolutely astonishing. And so it's not often that you get an advance notice that you can watch live stream. Um, you know, I think they're going to lie. I think they're going to misrepresent their information because they, they already have misrepresented what's in the document, which is supposed to be the evidence from the clinical trials that they did, but then they put out their risk benefit uh, analysis. And it's so unbelievably fraudulent, it boggles the mind. They didn't refer to any of the data that they got from the study. They just did a computer model simulation and concocted a bullshit story that says, oh yeah, it's great. You know, you should authorize it. And, like and the so, original computer model simulation that said we were going to have 2 million deaths in the first six months from COVID itself that had a 99.5 on the average survival rate. Um, you're, on, you're on target. Yep. And then the other thing about, you know, the, I heard as well that, that kids, 80% of them or so had already been exposed to COVID, um, especially Omicron, because that, you know, that's, that's like, that was like nature's vaccine for COVID basically. Right. Uh, especially for kids, everyone yep. got it. No one died. Um, but people, and I would think especially children, have a significantly worse reaction to the vaccines. Well, I can't call them vaccines. I'm sorry. To the poison gene therapy shots if they've already had COVID. It's like it jumps there. It, they're, they're more at risk for, um, what is, what's it called, AED? Um, well, there's a lot of talk about um, antibody-dependent enhancement. Yeah, that's it, AED, that's, yep. That's that's a piece of the puzzle, but it's possibly something very, very different. Um, there's a wonderful human being uh, that I've gotten to know very well, um, Dr. Shankar Chetty from South Africa, um, about the best information that anybody um, could uh, anybody getting uh, to try to uh, summarize his work in two minutes. Okay, um, it's not the virus that causes people the problem. Um, we all deal with that kind of stuff. We get a cold, we feel achy, go run down for a couple of days, then your immune system you know, figures out what's going on. What he identified, and he's had well over 10,000 patients, not one of them has gone to the hospital, is that um, after your body and your immune system have dealt with that virus, if, if that is the situation, um, 
there's a, a toxic waste buildup in the system. And if you could imagine that your immune system has to shred whatever is you know causing your body trouble, or maybe some cells got infected and they need to be cleaned up. Um, on day eight, um, some people take a dramatic turn for the worse. And it's the immune system response, the uh, cytokine storm, the uh, histamine response, like an allergy kind of thing. And, and he just teaches his patients to be very, very aware of that secondary onslaught of problems that catch a small subset of the population, but hit them really, really, really hard. And it's imminently treatable just the way you would treat, you know, any kind of um, inflammation or allergy or, or, or that sort of thing. And he treats the actual problem um, and people are fine. And so, you know, knowledge is power and knowledge can, you know, help you maintain your health. Uh, one of the articles on my Substack from, you know, a couple of months ago um, is, is all about Dr. Chetty's work. And, and so, you know, kudos to the doctors who have figured this thing out and are actually treating, you know, each patient appropriately. And um, with children, um, their immune system doesn't have that crazy hyper response generally unless you start messing it up with injections, like, you know, that's exactly what you, you just said. Um, the children who've already figured it out are, are actually getting messed up by being injected. That's something that actually doesn't exist in nature. It's, it's made on a, you know, computer program, put into a bunch of vials and mixed up with God knows what to sure um, trigger their immune system, but just getting your immune system triggered, um, doesn't necessarily mean it's responding in an ideal way. And, you know, the data out of the UK is that um, people who were triple jabbed in the UK were 400% more likely to get COVID. You know, the, the effectiveness of the triple jab, you know, effective is an interesting word. It, it can have a positive effect or a negative effect. And, you know, Fauci started off saying, oh, it's 95% and then it's 90 and then it's 80 and then it's 70. And at some point they stopped using numbers because they went negative and yep. now they're negative 400% effective. So if you want an injection, that's negative for 100, you know, negative 400% uh, effective, um, you know, then uh, Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca are just right for you. You know, so ask your doctor if yeah, uh, Fauci destroying wants your immune system is good for you. Yeah. Fauci wants to give everyone AIDS so that he can roll AZT back out and kill them all with that again. So, you know, like he did the he's first time. Pretty, pretty far along on his way, if that's what he's shooting for. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I firmly believe, in fact, I was listening to the Dangerous World podcast today and um, they're doing a, uh, a a contest as to the the worst, um, basically the worst mass murderer or killer of all time. You know, they're talking about Hitler and Mao and Lenin and Stalin, and I emailed him and I was like, uh, Fauci, hello. Fauci's killed more people than than all of them combined three times over. So, and, and you know, it, it does a slow death. You know, it's not like someone is just taken out and murdered. Um, you know, it's slow, painful, and makes a lot of money for the uh, medical industry with all the care, you know, leading up to. Um, uh, it, it'd be hard for us to find somebody who's been worse than him, that's for sure. Yeah. And I'm really, you know, I'm really shocked that, I mean, I'm not really shocked, honestly, but um, I'm sort of shocked that Pfizer and Moderna are going ahead with this for kids after all the data that's been coming out, you know, every month from the forced release 
Um, I've been listening to Naomi, Naomi Wolf's been making the rounds of a lot of podcasts that I listen to talking about, uh, her breakdown and she's got a great website, um, uh, dailyclout.io. Um, and she, she breaks it all down there. She has a whole, I mean, she's outsourced to thousands of people in different teams. I mean, they're only all, digging all through like, you know, half a million pages of documents, exactly. I mean, no exactly. evidence. No evidence anywhere to be found. You know. But I mean, it, in the most recent documents that came out, she's really been highlighting what they found with the pregnant women, which, you know, out of approximately 400 women that weren't supposed to get pregnant during the trial, but did, they lost almost, you know, 350 of them, just lost them, didn't track them or whatever. And, 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 uh, and the ones they did track, like 80% of them lost their babies and the rest of them, they, they didn't track after that. So we, yeah, we I, I actually, um, you know, um, put out information about that. It's got to be at least a year ago. It was in the New England Journal of Medicine. Mm -hmm. um, when they published it, the way they published it was really super sneaky. And this this has got to be at least a year ago. I forget exactly when it was. Um, the data was in there, but you had to interpret a footnote. And some smart people, you know, they, they caught it and they called them out on it. And, you know, they made it look like it wasn't really any big deal. And so that's exactly what Moderna um, is doing with this upcoming meeting on um, Wednesday, I'm sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday. They have had this trial information for months now, but they only really made it public. It was either Thursday night or Friday. Uh, I saw it Friday. And so Saturday and Sunday, you know, I'm digging into the document. And yeah, 80,000 pages. No, well, this is, you know, it's only, um, they have a 120 page document and the FDA put out a 190 page document so 310 pages of um, light reading yeah yeah really light you know um coffee table book kind of stuff yeah. um and 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 so the data is all there okay and you know i've summarized it on um my my substack jamesrogusky.substack.com and it's it's unbelievable okay but what happens is um you know they publish it or make it available a couple of days in advance of the meeting and you know, are the experts going to actually spend the weekend and, you know, Monday and Tuesday really analyzing all of the data? Um, I'm sure they could. They're smart people. I'm sure they could do that. Uh, or are they just going to go, oh, okay, flip through it a little bit, see what's going on, look at the conclusions, uh, and, and just essentially fall for the sales pitch, right? And so, We've all gotten a sales pitch from somebody, you know, whether it's a timeshare or an automobile or some, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah, they always bring the ringer in last. Yep. They're, they're, they're going to get a sales pitch from the uh, companies, you know, Pfizer, Moderna. They also end up getting, you know, a sales pitch from some experts that the FDA brings in. And, and one of the things I'm actually probably proudest about right now, I don't really get too very proud. But I've learned, I've learned um, something that um, the women in my life have been trying to teach me for the longest time, and I think I finally figured it out. Right? Um, there was a deadline. I think it was Wednesday. Uh, odd, odd time, odd day, um, for people to put in their submission to be able to speak at these meetings. And I sent out a bunch of information. You know that the deadline was here, and people could just put in their name and and, and get chosen. And I had um, four people that I nagged. I was like, "Did you put in your Did you put in your um, request? You know, to speak." 
And a, a couple of them, it was like half an hour before the deadline. And I'm like, oh, come on, just put it in. You never know what's going to happen. And four people that I know um, got chosen to speak. And one person got chosen to speak both days. And so I hate to admit this to all my you know, male friends and in the audience and stuff, but nagging does work. And, <laughs> and so I've, I've been on the, on the receiving end of it most of my life. I don't normally do it, but um, I did it this time. And so some of the folks that I know, I, I got a rejection letter, right? Um, I put my application in, but they said, no, thank you. Um, but four people. And, and so, you know, maybe they're going to have 10 or, or so people per day. So, you know, a good chunk of them, you know, I know are, are people who are going to give a little bit of pushback. So, you know, I, I, I do have to admit, nagging does seem to work. Just a um, just little scientific experiment that I was running and, uh, yeah, that's what seems to have happened. It 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 does sometimes, um, unless you're doing it to a teenage boy, in which case you can tell him to <laughs> mow the lawn five times in two hours before his dad gets home from playing golf, and it still won't happen until his dad's truck's pulling in. Um, but regardless, so. <laughs> but I'm glad that they're speaking because uh, my understanding is that most of the people on the FDA advisory committee that were giving any kind of pushback got fired or relieved of their duties in the first round of, uh, the initial, you know, EUA. And then, and then the, um, the approval of Comirnaty, which now I understand is not only is it not in production, but it's never going to be produced. We are never going to see Comirnaty because they have now changed the, I guess the ingredients, which they still don't tell us of well, the jab. Since then, there's a meeting. So. Yeah, there's a meeting on the 28th um, that is apparently going to be about trying to get this sort of ongoing um, approval so that they can just switch out whatever genetic you know programming they want in there. Uh, and you know that seems to be the ultimate goal is this sort of an approval of the vaccine platform and then interchangeable genetic instructions. That then, you know, for some ungodly, and I do mean ungodly reason, um, would somehow be approved that it's okay to just do all kinds of genetic manipulations on people without having to do any kind of test to see. Um, you know, it's just a satanic, evil, crazy, um, horrible agenda that mm -hmm. they just keep pushing. Yep, that that it is. So I'm just confused. This with the kids, right? We it not only has to clear the FDA, but it also has to go through because it is it would be a kid's trial. It would go through. What is it? The American Pediatric Studies and something, something else board. And there are another layer that it's got to go through because it's a pediatric type. Oh, medicine. no, they've already approved it. Oh, they did. Mm -hmm. OK, oh, I yeah. didn't know if that already happened or not. Oh, I, yeah. I well, thought there was still another step for this to go. Um, well, there are other steps. And, and so um, what we're talking about here is emergency use authorization, which is different than full on FDA approval. OK, like like the way Comirnaty is FDA approved. Oh, okay. shit. <laughs> OK, no, you yeah. just by saying what you just said, mm -hmm. I just connected. So guess what else got approved today? What? The extension to the emergency pandemic, use. Mm -hmm. emergency use, uh, spending, everything that this, that just got extended till November now. Yep. They're saying we're still in a pandemic. We're still under, we're still under uh, emergency. In fact, FEMA should be running the country right now. Yeah. That happened today. Plus you have this happening and 
the FDA is approven. Oh man, uh, this is all, I don't believe in coincidence. Everything's planned. Everything's another piece of the puzzle. It's all one big, oh, one big onion. I'm not sure what the end game is yet. I mean, I am, well, but. I'm a, I'm an internal optimist. And, and so, you know, my optimism on, on this particular one is that, you know, injecting um, genetic therapy into six-month-old babies um, should be a unifying force for all Americans, okay? Um, regardless of your party, regardless of what politician you think is, you know, going to do something, um, regardless of what kind of mental illness you suffer from, regardless of, you know, any difference you may have, all right, um, do, are, you know, are we a nation that is going to take on um, child sacrifice to the gods of big pharma? Or is this the moment where we finally say, look, this is a line that you may not cross. Now, even if the government um, doesn't hear our prayers and doesn't hear our voices screaming at them, you know, that we don't want this to happen. Uh, you know, I'm also speaking to all of the everybody, right? Because I don't have children. Um, doesn't mean that I'm not concerned about all of the children that are out there in the world because I plan on living a long time. And, you know, I'd like to be, I'd like to have there be people, you know, follow my time on the planet because this is borderline extinction level event, because what people forget about is little tiny baby girls have little tiny ovaries. And if you inject these things into these little children, all of the eggs that they're supposedly ever going to have in their lives are already there. And, and so we're not just messing with six month old baby girls and boys, we're messing with their potential children that may not be able to happen 20, 30, 40 years down the road. And, and so, uh, you know, this isn't just for me, because I'm not ever going to get any of these things. Um, this isn't for my children, because I don't have any. This is for, you know, everybody's children out there. But it's also for, you know, your if you're an aunt or an uncle or your neighbor or your friend or whatever, um, uh, the best thing I can tell people to do is when this video is up and running um, and you've watched this and you see this, if you don't take this video and share it with absolutely everybody you can possibly imagine, then you are part of the problem. You're censoring yourself. So if you're a viewer, you know, watching this video, uh, do what I did the other day. Uh, I literally, I laid down on my couch. I got my phone. I crafted um, a little uh, e email, uh, I'm sorry, text message, you know, hey, this is really important. Um, you know, get the link to opposethefraud.com or get the link to my Substack, and just text it to somebody, but copy it before you text it onto your clipboard and then text it to the next person on your phone list and the next person and the next person and the next person. It took me about two and a half hours to manually go through everybody that I've ever texted. And I turned off my phone and went to sleep I woke up the next morning and my, I turned my phone on and it was like a um, slot machine or, or a um, uh, pinball machine. Just ding, 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 ding. And, and all of the message that, that I got back, people had seen my text message overnight. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe that this is happening. What, this world is crazy. Thanks for telling me. I'm telling all my friends. I'm going to put it on my blog. I'll put it on my social media, you know, send it to my email list, whatever it might be. Um, it's hard enough with Facebook and 
you know, Twitter and Google and all the search engines and the fact checkers trying to censor us. If, if you know about this right now because you're watching this and you don't share it, then you're the worst censor of all. You're censoring yourself. And, and, and you're, you're keeping this information from the people that you know. And you know, don't prejudge them into thinking, oh, they're not going to care or they're going to be thinking I'm crazy or whatever. Um, just send it. And you know, you may very well save somebody's life, life because th this could easily go around the world, you know, uh, faster than you could imagine. And and even you know, whatever happens on um, Wednesday, on Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, you know, everybody needs to know exactly what they're doing. And and then there's going to come a point where the coercion may come forth, where uh, the local um, nursery, you know, daycare center, um, child care, uh, says, oh, you know, your child needs to be vaxxed in order to come to daycare. And then that's going to be coercion on the parents who need someone to take care of their children so they can go to work. And don't ever even remotely allow yourself to get into that situation. Go tell your daycare um, center right now, um, you, there is no way you're doing that to me. OK, you're, you're signing a document right now that my child can come to this daycare and you'll never mandate that they have to be vaccinated. And if they don't do that, go find another daycare and do it now and, and let them know that their business will be shut down because you're not having it. You will not be coerced into having your child injected with an experimental something that could easily harm them. And, and you know, that type of coercion is, you know, possibly right around the corner. So do something proactive about it now. There's going to be some daycare centers, you know, nursery, care, whatever, child care, preschool, whatever you want to call it, um, who uh, are not insane. And, and why would you want to have your child being taught by those people anyway? Yeah, no, well, I, I completely agree. Real quick, you, you were talking about the, the kids and um, obviously adults already getting vaccinated. However, what about because... <laughs> I, I've, been, I've worked in the emergency medicine part of the industry before, and I was just talking to another paramedic, the, uh, a friend of mine, um, former, uh, we used to work together. Anyway, she was telling me about how they bring people in and immediately upon bringing people in, uh, supposedly she hasn't, I was just like, I, I kind of need some evidence before we you know, do anything with this. I said, but I don't have a problem talking about it. And she was like, yeah. And so people are being rolled into a room before they actually go into the actual waiting room and they get an injection. Well, what I have heard is that um, when you sign the uh, digital paperwork um, to be admitted somewhere in that uh, admittance um, digital paperwork that nobody reads is, you know, your, uh, approval to do whatever the hell it is, you know, that's on that document. And, and so what uh, I think happens for sure, I don't know about what you just said. I don't have experience with that, but I absolutely have heard um, where people, you know, think about it, especially in an emergency situation. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sign whatever. I need your help. Okay. And, and so boom, you've signed some kind of paperwork that, couldn't, um, couldn't that gives away permissions that you weren't paying attention to. Could, couldn't that be kind of sort of uh, given under duress? 
when that that wouldn't hold kind of, zero, sort of, absolutely yeah that would hold zero legal weight whatsoever because it was something signed under duress but right. that's uh, basically people are giving up their their bodily autonomy their their personal sovereignty to the hospital in that situation and that's why they're able to keep their loved ones from going into the hospital to see them and then their loved ones yes it, it doesn't hold up in a court of law but you have to get to the court of law which takes a, a, a quite a bit of time and by then they're dead from remdesivir poisoning well I, i'm just saying it, it doesn't surprise me that they're rolling people in not telling them what they're getting just sticking them with a needle and then they roll them out the other side and then they go to their room it's like wow Okay. That I mean, that doesn't surprise. That honestly, that doesn't surprise Without me. Without saying a word, I, not talking about a no, thing, nothing. Nope. Not even asking, have you been vaccinated already, or when was your last booster shot? Because they could have had a booster shot, especially if they're coming in with, say, heart palpitations. Right? They could have had a booster shot thirty days ago or three days ago, and they don't know, and they're injecting them again because they want to kill them. That's the whole freaking point of this: wow. is they want to kill them. Um, and you know, I, but I, my fear, James, with the parents, and I'm with you. I hope at this point, parents, especially parents of babies, now are are just going to say no. But I fear that. They're so, you know, and the great thing about being a guy is you, you don't have kids yet, but that, that could, you know, you can do that right up until the point that you die. Um, you know, women have a, a cutoff date, it changes from woman to woman, but we still have a cutoff date. Um, but when you first have a child, you're so scared and overwhelmed and sleep deprived often. We were very blessed. We had big babies. They slept a lot, but most parents don't really sleep. And I mean, sleep deprivation is a legitimate form of torture. So, uh, you know, parents in that first six months to a year, they turn to their parents for help and assistance or, mm -hmm. you know, older people in their communities who are telling them, yes, go get all your, your babies have to go get their shots. Of course they have to go get their vaccines, right? The older generation is the ones that have been the most drawn into this whole debacle that they've put us through. And I, I just fear that these parents are going to go into their pediatrician's offices and, and yeah, they go in for their shots and they don't even know what's in them. It's going to get approved and they're just, you know, okay, they get four or five, six shots and there's four or five, six shots in each one of those shots. Right. I, exactly. I brought our, I brought our kid in for his, uh, he's 15, but I brought him in for a sports physical the other day because he's playing sports in high school. He's got to have a physical every year. And they've added a whole thing to the, the page about, um, you know, if you've ever, have you experienced any heart palpitations or, you know, stroke-like symptoms, all this, that, and the other. And I was like, yeah, nope, 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 not been vaccinated. He's fine. But they, at the time that he was there, they were like, oh, well, let's pull up his shot record and see what other vaccines he needs. And, um, and they didn't offer the COVID vaccine, which I was, we were at a military hospital though, so or a military clinic. Um, but they, you know, they wanted to give him like hep B and menococcal, this, that, and the other. And I was like, no, just no. And they're like, what do you mean? No. I said, no, no, you're not putting any needles in my child whatsoever. We're here for a sports physical. That's it. He's not getting any shots ever, period. Done. I am, I, you're just not doing it. No. And they were like, they, I mean, they were just, they were shocked. They couldn't believe it that someone just said no. 
they're, they're like, well, he won't, he might not be able to go to school. I'm like, I pay $15,000 a year. He'll be able to go to school. Like, <laughs> No, the answer is no, you are not injecting yeah. my son with anything. But, and, and that just comes, that just comes from education. That comes from you, you know, exactly. having looked into it. And, and so, you know, the folks who are um, aware of what is happening, you know, and what they are attempting to do, um, there's a certain obligation that we have to try to share this information with people. Uh, you, you know, you cannot make someone comprehend something, but when they comprehend it, it really is um, a fun experience. When, when you share this with somebody and you're explaining it to them and, and then they're thinking about it and then they get it and the light bulb goes off in their head and you can actually hear the sound that it makes because they'll be like, oh, or like, oh, no, right? They'll, they'll, they'll have some kind of guttural, you know, wow, or oh, shit, you're kidding me, you know, whatever it may be. Um, at that point, you know, you've accomplished what you had hoped to accomplish. Now, they might forget that aha moment, but usually not. Usually when you are, are sharing this with somebody and it's just a blank stare, and they're like, eh, you know, whatever, eh. You can tell that it, it just didn't register because when it registers, it triggers a sound. And they're, you know, appalled, they're disgusted. And um, what I experienced with the thing with the WHO it was actually way more complicated, you know, law and sovereignty and WHO and, and all this. But when people actually looked at it and you simplified it and you go, look, here's what they're doing. They got it. And when they got it, they got mad. Right. And, and so when you explain to people that babies don't get COVID, they don't suffer from COVID, they don't die from COVID, their immune system, you know, figures it out. 70, 80% of kids have already gotten COVID. If you want to get your child tested and see if they're already protected, because maybe they went to daycare and somebody there had COVID and they got exposed to it and you never had the foggiest idea because their immune systems, you know, all pro and, and it, it's all fine and dandy. They've got antibodies. They don't need to take an injection to make the thing that they already have. They may, you know, it, there's a 70, 80% chance that, that anyone's child already has it. You know, maybe they had a sniffle for a day. Maybe they got a little tiny bit of a fever for like a day and you didn't think anything of it. That could have been their exposure to COVID. And so the easy, um, friendly, simple way to talk to parents about it is, look, there's an 80% chance that your kid's already good. Why in the world would you mess that up? And a 90% chance that your kid's going to have a negative reaction to the vaccine. You know, you, 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 you pull that out of nowhere, but you're off by a little bit. It it's literally 86%. says, yeah, no, it literally says in Moderna's document that 95% of everyone in the trials had an adverse event from the jab. Okay? Yeah, so, was, I think you know, it was 86% in the Pfizer. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. It, it's insane. And, and so, okay, great. So you, so you're choosing to mess up your kid's immune system on purpose, cause them harm, cause them pain and fever and all this sort of stuff, because there's no benefit. They, they are unable to show that they could save anybody's life because nobody died, right? And 
when you actually look at the data that's in the study, and this is all on, on my Substack article, um, the people who, the children who got the uh, actual biological injection as opposed to placebo were five times more likely to have um, a, a severe uh, adverse event, okay? And the bigger issue that I see that's really, I think, a problem that is going to wreck the pharmaceutical industry is these studies for Moderna were originally meant to be a dosage um, examination where, you know, kind of like Goldilocks, you know, too hot, too cold, just right, you know, too much, too little, just the right amount. Uh, I think they're making an absolutely enormous error because in the age group from six months to five years, um, the stats out there, and everybody's baby is different, but the stats are an average six-month-old is 17 pounds, and an average five-year-old is 40 pounds. And so they're giving the same dose to little babies and five-year-olds. And they're seeing um, 300% more severe adverse reactions in the little ones because on a pound-for-pound -pound basis, they're giving them way the hell too much. Absolutely. Okay? And, and so, you know, that, you know, if there are any actual vaccine experts in the vaccine advisory committee, um, they should be able to recognize that, you know, a, a child that's three times as big as a little tiny infant, um, you don't want to give the same dose to the little tiny one that you give to the five-year-old. And that's what they did in the study. And their data shows that there's 300%, it's actually 294% more likelihood that they're going to have a serious problem. And so, you know, the last thing in the world I want to see is little babies um, having a problem because they're being overdosed on a toxin. I mean, even if you get a tiny bit of, you know, toxin in your system, um, it, it'll cause the genetic problems and all the different things that we're dealing with. But man, if you overload it and give somebody, you know, five shots, right? I mean, think about that with an adult. You know, there's 400 pound people and there's 100 pound people, right? Um, yeah. You know, the 400 pound person might have a problem because it all depends on their system. But the 100 pound person, you might as well have given them four shots on, on a body weight uh, scale. They're just making a fundamental error. And that error is actually in the data that they provided, but they're going to gloss it over, right? And so um, it, it's going to be a perverse situation where people who have looked through these documents and they know how um, the data is bad for Moderna, you know, when you watch Moderna just lie about, you know, sugarcoat it all, make it all sound nice, 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 because they're going to be quoting a computer model, and they're not going to be quoting their actual clinical data, um, it, it's going to be an interesting little soap opera on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, you don't have to watch it live stream. Um, they will record it, and it'll be available because, you know, they get to be on YouTube. Well, right? Of course they do. Yeah. You know? We don't um, even bother to try because we're domestic terrorists. So, And, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure I'll have, you know, friends and connections who find the little tiny pieces that are the most entertaining, okay? Like in one of the previous ones, they said, oh, 
you know, the only way to find out if these work is to stick it in people's arms. Yep. Some jackass will say something stupid like that this time. There's always somebody, right? Um, and, and that'll make the rounds. But, you know, hopefully we can use this opportunity to wake up some more people, educate some more parents, um, you know, get some more people to just, you know, take, take a red pill, see if you like it. You know, it, it, it might really change your life. Yeah. Once you take that red pill, there's, there's really no going back. Um, <clears throat> do me a favor, babe, that they're one of the clips I think that's on you, this You can screen. never go back to sheep. Yeah, you really can't. It's, you know, they, they said it best in the matrix. That's you, you can't go back into the matrix. Like once you're awake, that's, that's it. There's no going back to sleep. Um, there's a rumble sheep. clip from a doctor in there that I want to play. It's going to be behind her. No, it's from today. You already pulled it up, but it's buried in those clips. I think it's the one behind her on the screen. Yeah, that one. All right. Well, it's a little bit of it's it's kind of long. Just it's um, talking. but uh, keep this talking. this doctor he went on the Epic Times, which they they do a, a a live show as well or a newscast as well, which um I didn't realize until recently, but uh, they they get some. Good doctors on. So this one um, goes over some of the information that was in there. So it's uh, it's about five minutes, but it's well worth a, a watch. So the data they do have, as we got data, we started finding things interesting. Like, well, the bioavailability. What is the biodistribution of this product? This messenger RNA lipid nanoparticle. Well, guess what? It distributes everywhere. Um, this is something that I would have known quite readily because I work with lipid nanoparticles. I could have told you that lipid nanoparticles, I usually say they need a door crack, whereas a virus needs an open door. So, and a normal vaccine needs an open door. So a normal vaccine stays in the arm pretty much, 99.9% .9 or so, or 99%. A lipid nanoparticle needs a door crack to get out. A, a large majority of the lipid nanoparticle does not stay in the arm. In fact, we now know that a large part of it goes into the lymph node right underneath here and still making spike protein 60 days later. That's a wonderful study from cell. So this is something that that's called pharmacokinetics. That should have been looked at well before this, this product was out. So they never told people that, hey, we're going to stick it in your arm. It's going to show up in your lymph node. It's going to show up in your brain. It's going to show up in your ovaries, your bone marrow your adrenal glands, your liver, and your spleen, which is then going to track up through the vagus nerve and go to your basal ganglia. All these things are happening. Why do I know? Because the studies have been done now. They weren't done by Pfizer or Pfizer did them. They didn't tell anybody. So what I just told you was it's not staying in the arm. It's producing spike for up to 60 days. The spike, as we know, is actually being found up to 15 months later in monocytes and other cells. It's not being degraded, all right? This is a big deal. People should know these things, right? Mm. It's blocking P53, the guardian of the genome. It's actually blocking microRNA 27A, which is also upticks in like uh, colon cancer. It's, it's actually affecting many things that are going to increase cancer as BRCA, the breast cancer gene, interferes with that. So these are things that should have been done ahead of time. Like Everything the, I'm the studies you, to look at to look at this, right? These studies are done. I'm not saying anything. These are not opinions. I don't. I'm not giving you any opinions. I'm just giving you data. So it goes everywhere. It's blocking important tumor repair genes called p53. Uh, it's blocking BRCA. It's also messing with microRNA 27A, which is has caused upticks in colon cancer cells. 
It's causing production for up to 60 days. It's messing with toll-like receptors 7 and 8, which you and I have pretty similar. It should be almost similar to toll-like receptor 7 and 8. They're part of our overall genome of everybody that's in this room. Um, those are uh, important for immune surveillance for viruses. So we're going to see this huge uptick in uh, all the viruses that lay kind of dormant in our body, like the herpes virus family. So in my clinic right now, I am seeing three to five people a week because they know that I am taking a lot of time in my practice to do COVID. And they're coming to see me with long COVID, and they're coming to see me with problems with after the vaccine. And these people are coming in and they're exhausted. They don't feel good. And what I'm finding is a huge number of them have reactivated Epstein-Barr, herpes simplex, herpes zoster, um, CMV. I've not had an interview with anyone where I've actually revealed that to any big audience. This is an incredibly important thing. Um, A lot of people are looking at this long COVID if it's all viral uh, related problems specifically to the spike protein or to other issues. They're not, they don't know that we're seeing this huge reactivation in the viral uh, herpes virus family. And uh, we, we have treatment for it. It's been working really, really well. So these are things that uh, we need to get that word out. And I think uh, we are also seeing 40% rise in deaths, as you know, from uh, 18 to 64. These are the actuaries. Nobody filled them in to tell them to not let that news out. And, and from 25 to 44, we saw the last quarter last year an 82% rise in deaths. So there's a lot of data that's out there that is very, very troubling. And most people are unaware. And it's, it's our job to kind of let people know this platform, this lipid nanoparticle messenger RNA platform, I don't care what you attach to it, it is always going to travel everywhere. It's always going to be a problem. And that's why you see the distribution of, of disorders coming from this after the vaccine affects so many different organ systems because it distributes everywhere. And so I heard somebody say, we don't know why it does all these things. Well, we know why. It's a, it's a lipid nanoparticle. It goes everywhere. And, you know, it's like, I tell people it's like garlic. So, you know, this is not something that's controllable. And it doesn't matter if you're doing it for RSV. It doesn't matter if you're doing it for influenza. If you do a lipid nanoparticle platform, you're asking for trouble. You're asking to have an uncontrolled distribution pattern. So, and that's what they want to inject in our babies. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, <laughs> so, I mean, he, he laid it out there, you know, we've been talking about that the rising cancers and, and AIDS or VADS, whatever it is now, now they're, they're trying to normalize uh, the sudden deaths in adults and calling it SADS, which they're saying mm. it's sudden adult death syndrome is actually a sudden arrhythmic death syndrome. Um, but you know, people just dropping dead all over. Same thing that they did in 1977 with SIDS after they started the vaccine rollout for infants and all these infants were dying. And so they said, oh, it's crib death. They call it SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome. There was no sudden infant death syndrome before the infant rollout of vaccines in 1976, 77, something like that. So, and now, you know, now we have it for adults. And I think that's one of the reasons why they were pushing all of those shots on my son because and you're i'm seeing commercials on tv what little tv we watch um has your kid gotten the what is it the menococcal 
Yeah, the it, SPV or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, right? Well, <laughs> why are they so at risk for this now? Maybe because their immune systems are completely decimated from this shot that they've that they've all gotten. So, yeah. The the um, medical hospital pharmaceutical media government industrial complex. If people would just recognize what the system actually does, okay. If if you go into a doctor and you say oh, you know, I'm all achy and I'm sore and I'm stiff and, and my joints and everything hurts. Um, they'll take whatever you tell them and they'll translate it into Latin to confuse you, right? Fibromyalgia, fiber, muscle, algia is pain. Okay? Yep. Arthritis. Arth means joint, itis means swollen, right? Universally, what happens is people go in to their doctor and they explain what their problem is. And they're, you know, like if I was to do that, which I have never, I haven't gone to a medical doctor since I was a teenager. And I'm not a teenager anymore, I'll tell you that. I'm 62. And so what they do is they ask you what your symptoms are and they give it a name because James Roguski's syndrome doesn't have an insurance code. Okay, the only ailment I can ever have is James Roguski syndrome. And so the minute they bump into an individual person, they can't actually treat that person because there's no insurance code for that. They've got to rename whatever it is you're telling them with whatever sounds pretty good. Then they've diagnosed you, and the word diagnosis means two people do not know. Diagnosis, right? Because what they should be doing is saying, well, what's going on with you? Um, you know, are you, what, what are you eating? What are you not eating? You know, what's your environment like? You know, what's your, everything about the person. Well, that takes time. That kind of investigative work is, is really, really difficult. Um, I had one episode. I used to manage a nutrition, uh, mom and pop nutrition store. And one day I was out for a walk and I saw um, a person who was a customer who had everything you can she had every ailment you can imagine she was always having a problem and i saw that she was going up to the second floor apartment where she obviously lived and 20 feet or so away from where i would imagine the bedrooms would be um were some high voltage transformers just buzzing you know right and so i logged it in my head it's like man i'd never live there and she came back into the store you know within a month or so People would come by, you know, regularly to restock whatever they're doing. And I said, hey, you know, I happened to notice that you were, you know, going up to your apartment. You, you live there. I said, not that you're asking me, but, you know, man, I would never live there. You ought to move. And, you know, she gave me the story of, oh, I got a lease and I can't and, you know, I can't afford to move. And, OK, fine. You know, take it for what it's worth. Six months later, she comes into the store and everybody's like, oh, my God, you look fantastic. What happened? Right. You know, what have you been doing? She goes, I moved. I moved. Okay. Now you, you <clears throat> go to a doctor with all these different problems and they don't ask a couple of questions. Like, you know, I've got another friend nearly died after they put a smart meter on his house and he just had a horrible reaction to it. Okay. He had to go through the legal rigmarole of getting them to remove it. And that's the only thing that fixed them because that's what was, was the cause. And so doctors don't bother being like a Columbo, you know, like Dr. Columbo would be good, you know, like what is the cause of the problem? 
you go and you fix the problem. If, if your mechanic operated on your car, the way your doctor treats you, right? You go into your, your mechanic and you go, hey, that light on the dashboard, it's really bothering me, right? Did you fix the light, right? That's like taking a painkiller. That's like taking, you know, something to treat the symptom. If your mechanic said, oh, yeah, and he snipped the wire or took out the fuse or removed the lamp, and he goes, oh, that light won't bother you anymore. You know, oh, yeah, we removed that gallbladder. Don't worry, you won't have gallbladder pain anymore, right? And then your engine blows a couple of miles down the road because he didn't actually realize that what you were complaining about was the warning light. You know, the pain and the symptoms are the warning light on your body's dashboard. You, you need somebody who will ask you questions and investigate, well, what's the cause? The cause is not, you're not taking enough of this, that, or the other poisonous pharmaceutical medication. That just covers up the light on the dashboard so that your, you know, your bodily engine blows somewhere down the road. You get liver failure or kidney failure or whatever. It's really good for their business to not investigate the cause of your problem, but to give you a poison to change the symptoms. And now you're, now you're on a downward spiral because whatever was causing the problem to begin with is now being doubled down by some poison. And then the next visit, you'll have some more symptoms. You get another poison and another one. And the model is optimized by the injection because the injections have everybody's head all screwed up the injections are there to make you a good permanent customer because it screws you up in every way imaginable because you just injected a genetic altering compound that's going to go everywhere in your body and it's going to screw everybody up in some fashion. Honestly, I don't think they want to kill you. That's a, that's a boo-boo on their part. They want you this close to dying for as long as possible because that's how they extract the most money out of the government generally that's paying for the healthcare or the corporations that are paying for healthcare. People need to realize that the medical, hospital, pharmaceutical, industrial complex is about five times as big as the military complex. And we have deficits of $30 trillion now, partly because of defense spending, but times a factor of five because of healthcare um, just being outrageously expensive because it isn't healthcare and it isn't disease management. It's disease causing, iatrogenic, doctor caused disease. And when people finally wake up to the fact that going to the doctor is the reason why people are ill, um, when, when that awareness hits, um, you know, I wrote a book uh, a dozen years ago your doctor is a liar. And it's a free book. Anybody can just go to yourdoctorisaliar.com, get the ebook. Um, it's more true now than it was a dozen years ago when I wrote it and, and put it out there. The system is designed to poison people, and the injections are just a fancy pharmaceutical to make everybody ill enough and in a manner that they don't put two and two together. Oh, you think those problems are from those, you know, six or seven prescriptions you take every day? You know, look at the side effects, right? I mean, the side effects on the Pfizer dump, what was it, like nine pages and however yeah. many thousand? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
that's great for business. I mean, the people who have suffered like horribly from the injections, can you imagine what their insurance company or their government plan or, you know, nobody could afford that kind of treatment, but the insurance companies are getting, you know, bludgeoned. And, you know, a lot of it is um, made up money it know, is that they're all just creating. Up. Yeah, yep. so, I and, know it's and, made and so, up because when I had my, when we had our second child, um, he was a, a C-section and they almost killed me because they gave me medicine that I told them that I was allergic to. And, uh, we had military healthcare, so it was a hundred percent covered, but they still sent me a bill or a summary of the oh, charges, good Lord. right? Oh, good Lord. They sent me a summary of the charges. So, and now the NICU is $3,500 a night. Okay. It's the most expensive expensive hotel in the world. <laughs> and, um, and they almost killed him too, because they didn't listen to me, but whatever. Um, and he was a 10 pound baby in the NICU, but that's neither here nor there either. But, uh, with me, I'm allergic to just about everything. So I looked over my bill, which was $25,000. His was $45,000, I think. Um, and they were charging me. They charged me for things that I knew that I never had because I'm allergic. So they said they gave me a tetanus shot. No, you didn't. I'm allergic. They said they gave me Demerol. No, you didn't. I'm allergic. They said they gave me all kinds of opiates. No, you didn't. I'm allergic. In fact, they had to try and hunt me down all the time to give me pills, which I refused every single time because um, I got out of bed as soon as I could. And I spent all my time in the NICU with my baby. And they're like, oh, you need to stop by the desk when you come back to your room so we can give you meds. And I was like, oh, OK. And I never did because uh, I don't do pain meds. I, I really, I just don't. I don't, I don't do meds. You had to cut me open and take my baby out. Great. You staple me back up and I'm, I'm off and moving. Like I'm, I don't play your stupid games. So, but I, I went ahead and tried to dispute it. So I called TRICARE and I was like, Hey, don't pay this. This is wrong. I mean, they've like overcharged you to a tune of like $10,000 or something ridiculous like that. And they're like, oh, well, we've already paid it. You need to call the hospital and dispute it with them so that they can refund us. They're not going to fucking refund you. Are you crazy? But right. anyway, I, I called the hospital and I was like, hey, this is wrong. You charged me for all these things that I, I know I never took because I'm allergic. And they said, oh, we'll, we'll do a review and we'll, we'll send it back to your insurance company. Yeah, no, you won't. Right. No, you no, absolutely it's, it's won't. It's a complete and total racket. And the whole thing it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, until people wake up to the fact that the reason why Americans are some of the most ill people on the planet is because doctors are, are glorified um, pharmaceutical sales reps and the media is just saying, hey, um, here's all these subliminal side effects of drugs that we're going to pound into your subconscious mind, all the side effects that they list on all these ads that are playing in the background. And then they say, well, you know, if we can implant the idea that you might have some of these ailments um, and we tell you to ask your doctor, I've had, you know, conversations with people where, you know, we're talking about herbs and nutrition and health and all that. And at the end of the conversation, they go, oh, that's really wonderful. You know, I'm going to have to ask my doctor. <laughs> to be like, so purpose. <laughs> you know, yeah. your doctor's not going to know a damn thing about what I'm talking about because no, I'm, I, you know, I agree with a lot of what you've said. However, one of the things, have you ever watched one of those goofy freaking drug commercials? Have you ever heard their little spiel? And it goes by at like Mach 3. You've really got to have your ears on to hear it. This is Because why they... it's just some dude who gets on there and starts talking like so fast so you can't even understand what he's saying. No, no, no. I mean, literally, that's how fast they go through it. But when you slow it down and actually listen to it, 
anal bleeding as a side effect to almost every single <laughs> That's not good. blood pressure medication that you can possibly take. Anal bleeding. <laughs> I can't think of a reason why my butthole should ever bleed. Ever. Well, you're just not living that lifestyle. But anyways, um, the point is... I was in prison for too long. What are the two? <laughs> okay. No, in all seriousness, it's, it's subliminal programming. Okay? It turns people into hypochondriac. And then they have to ask their doctor for another poison that's that keeps that downward spiral going downward. Okay. And and so uh, the the solution, you know, honestly, the only thing I've ever really dealt with is information and knowledge and you know, trying to give people um, quick access to info that they're not going to get on TV, they're not going to get from their doctor. At at some point, um, you have to be aware that there is a matrix that you would want to leave, okay? And, and so most people are just completely unaware that the system that they think is supposed to be, you know, helping them be more healthy, right, is actually designed to make them more ill. And until they realize that, they keep falling for the same story and they it's just a downward spiral. You take a drug, you get a side effect, they give you another drug. You know, I've, I've seen people on 15 plus, poisons and then it's hard to unravel it and they're so indoctrinated literally indoctrinated um you know one of the um pandemic things was indoctrination you know we're we're in a nation that is in the grips of every you know m many people talk about the military industrial complex because of eisenhower but um you know i've been trying to warn people about the hospital medical pharmaceutical media government um, foundation industrial complex it's five times as big as the military and that's wow. where all the money that's where all the fake money goes and and both the 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 medical industrial complex and the military industrial complex are both infiltrated by uh the satanists luciferians freemasons whatever um, it, it suits their purposes to exactly. abuse people and and profit from it yeah. Yep. Um, and before we let you go, my my favorite, because the, the, they couldn't trick me with the Latin because uh, he knows Latin and our kids are learning Latin. So I started learning Latin, too. My favorite uh, one is DNA, doxyribonucleic acid, which quite literally translates to the truth of the one God and the fire inside. And then your ribonucleic acid is the translator to the fire inside. So mm -hmm. and then the messenger RNA brings the truth or brings the, the message from the translator to the truth of the one God and the fire inside and back again. So when you mess with that, you're literally disconnecting yourself from God at the genetic level. Well that's, said, that's leave it there. I, I hear yeah. you. I hear <laughs> so, yeah. This, this, this I think is the most important thing of our time. And if you want to call it the, the mark of the beast or the, the depopulation agenda or whatever it is, the whole point of it is, they are trying to kill us all. And the only thing that we can do to stop it is to stand up and say no. And, you know, they're going to keep passing laws and, and things to try and, you know, try and say that this is great and safe and effective. Yeah, it's safe and effective at killing you. So that's their and whole point. The only thing that I would um, add to that, I think, is that they seem to really get their jollies from not doing it to you, but convincing people to do it to themselves. Absolutely. There's a pervert, you know, perverse um, joy that they seem to get in 
you know, not forcing it upon you. I've seen some videos, you know, around the world where people have been forcibly injected against their will. But for the most part, you know, they enjoy the head game of getting you so getting people so confused that they choose to do it to themselves. And, um, you know, you can just choose better. Just don't choose that. It's really what it comes down to. Easier said than done in many cases. I get it. The coercion is very powerful. But once you see it for what it is, you you can have the strength to resist it. Yeah. And I think the more shots you get, the harder it is to resist because you're that brain fog sets in and and you're just you're more compliant. You're yep. just more willing to go along with everything. You're you're sucked further into the matrix. So anyway, James, this is amazing. Thank As you so always, much. Thank yep. you so much. And uh, we'll we'll see you again soon. Uh, you know, I always give my phone number. So 310-619-3055. Um, a lot, I've gotten a lot of phone calls where people are like, oh, oh, you said the website, but I couldn't get to it. I, I didn't write it down. So um, 310-619-3055. Text me, call me. Uh, I've met just wonderful human beings who, um, you know, if they have enough guts to call, which is, you know, surprisingly seems to be a difficult thing for people to do these days. Um, you know, I, I can't bite your head off over the phone. All I can do is talk to you and get to know each other. So um, if you have any questions, uh, that's cool. But uh, thank you very much for the time. Well, thank you. So go to opposethefraud.com, and that's where you can sign uh, sign in and do uh, – we have until – Midnight tonight. Midnight tonight. So right. it is uh, – and, and there's also all of the phone hours. numbers of all of the people on the committee, so you can just keep calling them until, you, you know, they don't want to hear it anymore. Excellent. <laughs> I think you can do that. <laughs> I love calling people. Nothing like being annoying. She's good I, at that. I Trust me. You, so. One day I'll just be good and have to go to work. <laughs> we'll thank see. you very I much. Today. So thank you, James. Have a great okay. night and uh, we'll talk to you soon. And we're, we're going to keep praying. Thank you. All right. So, yeah, I talked to Lee today. Um, uh, well, hold on. Okay. Because holy shit. I know. That was a lot of shit. A lot of shit to deal with. Yeah. We kind of got to do our intro. I mean, we didn't really do much of one. <laughs> we didn't. We brought James right in. Jumped right into it. Jumped right into so, the holy shit. Uh, they're trying to kill wow. our babies. Yeah. yeah. Coming after kids. It's kind of yeah. fucked up, folks. But I mean, they've but been we, coming after kids for 40 I, years, right? I was about to say, we've known about that. Yeah. That's nothing new. Yeah, absolutely. So it, the, in fact, hold it's on. kind of like we got watching another... the January 6th hearings today as best I could in between stuff. But- or listening, I should say, listening to the January 6th series today, um, which was a little better. I mean, they were actually calling people in that had absolutely nothing to do with any of it, which I'm sitting here going, well, you just brought a witness in who basically said, so did you see the crime? No. I heard about it. Okay. Did and you, then we went for tacos? Was did that did you talk to the murderer? No, no, no. But I heard about that too. Uh, on the news? So, uh, what exactly do you have to, you know, you have to do with this? How, why are you my witness? And it's like, shit. I mean, he just, everything he's got is hearsay and that's inadmissible. So he can't really talk, say the shit. I'm like, well, okay. Okay. Well, we got, we got a, we got a response to our email. I'm going to, I'm going to read it from the beginning in case some people didn't see the Saturday show because that just, well, that, hold that on before we get to that, uh, Wolfpack, okay. of course, beloved Wolfpack. Mm -hmm. We're going to turn that up. 
and to uh, savage fucking patriots. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Okay, let me see if I can do this without completely busting oh, out laughing. <laughs> All right. So we got this initial email. I'm going to read the whole thing again. Okay. From Wanda Sanchez, and her email address is uh, lalatina169 at live.com. So L-A-L-A-T-I-N-A 169 at live.com. And Wanda said, you all need to die dumbass white bitches. Fuck you and Trump. Fucking flakes. Fucking Nazi wannabes. White trailer trash. All you white power patriot motherfuckers. Okay. So I responded. This is my first response. Dear Wanda, thank you for your email. I'll pray that God heals you of the vile hatred that fills your heart and drives your soul. Your lack of any empathy or ability to see past your brainwashing and think for yourself is disheartening, but not unexpected in today's society. But I'm sure you're overvaxxed and you're going to die soon. If I were you, I'd ask forgiveness before you burn in hell for eternity. Have a great weekend and thanks for your support. Sincerely, the Patriot Party Podcast. So she responded this morning. Hello. No, you have lack of empathy and have the hatred in your heart for anyone that looks different from you or is a different nationality. You will be the minority in this country and we are taking over. There will be so more of us non-white people all over. You are so scared of everything being taken away from all you hicks. And yes, that will be absolutely true. We will be your neighbor, your grocery store worker, your coworker. Oh, sorry, you probably don't work and are probably living off the government with food stamps and all that other whatever comes with it. And oh yeah, I'm an atheist and I put the devil in your life and you will see you will be coming with me to hell forever to meet the great darkness that will soon be in your life. And I said, oh honey, you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Do you really think only white people are Trump supporters? Did you know that there were people of all colors and races and sexualities in D.C. with us on January 6th? And we welcomed, the with, we welcomed them all as Americans who love our country, just as America welcomed our families when we immigrated here a generation ago. I don't care what color you are. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And a talking point of the left that's not based in any kind of reality. FYI, my husband is a Mexican. If you ever listened to our show, you'd know that you're just talking out of your ass and making assumptions and accusations about which you know nothing. People of all colors are already my neighbors, coworkers, friends, etc. Do you think we live in a snow white community? Are there even any of those left? If there are, I wouldn't want to live there. I'm curious how you can call the devil on me if you're an atheist. If you believe in the devil, you must believe in God as well. They go together like that. I think you do believe in both the devil and God, but you think that God doesn't approve of you. And to be fair, he probably doesn't approve of you being judgmental and full of hatred. But I'm here to tell you that God loves you, even if he doesn't like you much right now. If you would tear down the wall around your heart that keeps the hate in and forgive yourself, you'll feel much better and have a much better chance in this life and the next. Ding. <laughs> she went yard on that one, folks. <sighs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Are you kidding Where'd me? Where'd you go? Whatever. <sighs> so it's amazing. I can't tell you what a piece of fucking shit you are. And yes, Lindsay, you're right. Clearly, Wanda doesn't know that we are shielded from evil because we have God 
literally at our back. No, because we literally just don't give a fuck. And we really don't care. But I think it's so funny that she can presume, it's a trap. she can presume to make assumptions about us based on the color of our skin after watching a 10 second clip of me on the news. So but we can't, I mean, about I, her, I, I mean, we not, didn't, I, I, based on the last name Sanchez, I would not presume to assume that she is illegal. You've already presumed all of that. You've already presumed all that. No, 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 no. Because her, you used no, an improper her, pronoun her context, because you have no idea no, if it's a female or a male. Her, her, her name's Wanda. Her context, grammar, syntax, punctuation, or lack thereof entirely told me that she was ignorant, uneducated, and kind of stupid. Um, but I don't presume that she's illegal based on the fact that her last name is Sanchez or that she's a criminal. So why should she presume that I'm a white supremacist, n- Nazi fucking hater, whatever the hell she called me? I don't even know. I don't know. She's anyway, hating. And you're right, Lindsay. It is why insane you- because we were and still to a certain degree are trying to fight for these people's lives. So anyway. Well, there is some news on that, too. So, uh, well, based on uh, based on judging people by their names, can you play that? No, button? no, I can't. So no, I can't. Funny. So, real okay. quick, um, we have some housekeeping we've got to get done. Oh, okay. Uh, first, uh, everybody, say a great big bit prayer for uh, Justin's dad. He's in the hospital. Uh, apparently, is. Uh, <laughs> cousin or brother or whatever i don't know uh one of his other family members found his dad this weekend hadn't moved hadn't gotten out of bed so he is now in the hospital um they're trying to deal with his back apparently he's got a back problem i don't know what it is pretty serious though it uh when i last time i talked to justin he was uh still dealing with it so uh everybody say a massive prayer for for him on that um we need the prez good either way uh with that Border or wall, border wallapalooza. Border wallapalooza. I, I, it's getting ridiculous. Um, it's going the way of this, folks. It's a trap. Um, let's just move it to Texas. There was trespassing. It's, this doesn't matter. It, it doesn't fucking matter. It'll go up and down the border. I sure, I'm sure it already has. Um, long story short is this is. Uh, getting closer and closer to that uh, as we're finding out. Uh, Jason and Justin had a conversation yesterday. Um, Issues with the, um, now with that sign, that sign is legitimately telling us that we are not allowed to camp along the border. Um, And we've been in back and forth talks. I think that's the best way to put it. Justin would probably tell you fucking conversations that I've been fucking screaming at the top of my lungs about Mm. um, that. Hey, we're going to fucking Lindsay, go find a good place in Texas for us. It doesn't have a no trespassing sign on the border. Sorry, go ahead. Either way, um, there is a campground We're we're looking into that too. There is a campground, but again, it is a national park. Therefore, there's park rangers. Therefore, there's rules, laws, and all that wonderful, fun shit uh, going on there. Um, There is... Fuck, what else? Uh, There was... We found a a COA place or whatever the hell they call it. uh, The KOA campground shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did find one of those, but it's probably about 90 miles from where we would want to be. 
Um, I I told Justin, I, I said, I don't think it really fucking matters, dude, just as long as it's like fucking in the same area. Um, the thing with the Koath shit is, I don't know how much it costs per day. Um, it, it's, it's fucking, nah, it says on the thing, uh, Biden sucks stuff said, just do it anyway. It's public land. Yeah. But it says on the actual no trespassing sign, it says, um, within 60 feet of the border wall, which is right up to the other end other edge of the road according to what justin told me so he said dude it's perfect it's like they fucking measured the shit out they took the grand average and fucking roll with it um this is definitely against us this is definitely to stop this um and it's me and justin's take that fuck it we don't stop shit we're still gonna come down we're still doing it. I, I, I sorry, mean, we, we've already I, invested I, we, the money. Yeah, I, or, I, I'm going RV's anyway. Paid for. I so can't get out of it. We're if going. We've got to go down there and find a way to fucking do something. Something will happen. Um, I don't know if it's going to be as at such a grandiose scale. But if you've already made arrangements, don't stop. Yeah, we're coming. We're still going to be there. We're still going to fucking do it. I don't give a shit what anybody wants to do. I, I don't care if any, none of you show up. I'll fucking sit there for four or five days, especially over the 4th of July. We'll have fucking a good old time. But come on, come one, come all. I don't give a shit. Everybody can come. Lindsay, we'll pick you up on the way in Texas. You got to come, girl. That'd be more like this. A uh, whole lot of this. Hold on, let me make sure I'm going to... Yeah. <laughs> Double click in the mouse. You just said she had to come. I'm like, okay, okay. I can't wax a dolphin. You're so retarded. You're seriously retarded. But uh, it, it's I, I got we. I, there's got to be somebody we know. We we know we know we know. I I got to reach out to Josh and find out because I do have. Uh, I know he knows somebody that lives down there. Um, a rancher that's got something on that. Something that's on the border, all we gotta find. Like if we find a, I bet a, if we went up and just told a bunch of ranchers, like we went up, got their attention, brought them down for like a great big meeting, said, "Hey, look, mm -hmm. we're all here. We're patriots. We just want. We, we just, we just need a. We need some land to sit on. Mm -hmm. And we line up all our fucking RVs and shit in one big row on their land. Yep. Giving them another fence and a whole bunch of people that are basically watching their backs. I bet they wouldn't have a fucking issue with it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. And anyone know, uh, anyone know anyone with a ranch down in the, on the border that we can go crash at for a while. So, um, well, they, they, we're, uh, too bad. I'm not still good. Hold on. What, what is this? Uh, too bad. I'm, not still good with my ex. He works for CVP in a Gallus checkpoint. Mm. That would have been a good deal, but um, I, I'm just telling you, it, it it is immaterial. Whatever happens, we're still doing it. Yeah, um, we're going. It might not be on such a grandiose scale. It might be very tempered back from what we wanted to do, but this was. I mean, we're we're still going right now. We haven't gotten to this point. It's a trap. But there's a chance that that might be coming next. Um, My whole life's a trap right now. I don't give a fuck. 
we we're not willing to take the responsibility of walking you guys into that though we're gonna let you know hey we're pretty sure we're all gonna get fucking arrested and i don't give a flying fuck i'll get arrest me oh it's gonna be ugly for you but arrest me please arrest me I, i'm like that guy in uh See, now I can't even think of the movie that you always tell me that. You tell everybody else that I love. Pitch Perfect. There you go. I'm like that kick guy's me like, in the kick nuts. me in the nuts, kick baby. Kick me in the nuts. Because uh, I'm just waiting for it. This yeah. is just And you do shit. love that movie. That's like your favorite movie. No. Except for maybe Pitch Perfect 2 or Pitch Perfect 3. Well, that's two more movies. <laughs> so none of them are my favorite. The trifecta of your favorite movies. Yep. You oh man, it. I love that movie. See, there's See? a lot of other people that love Pitch Perfect. So. I knew you loved it. See, there you go. <laughs> I didn't say I loved it. I just said there are, there are other people. You I love that movie. So either way, anyway. that's that's the deal with uh, Border Wallapalooza. And if I've got any of the details wrong, I'm sure Justin will be talking about it in the future. It's just fine. letting you know. Whatever. Um, this right now, we're still going along with something. We're just not sure what it's going to be just, just yet. Mm -hmm. And when we figure it out, well, obviously you guys will be the first to know. Um, and it's, I mean, obviously most important because it's coming up. It's just like, well, fuck. And now we can't camp there. Now we can't even bring in a, a trailer, a flatbed trailer. We can't do shit, folks. We're fucked. But okay. So Sparky said, don't dress, dress like the FBI. I mean, Patriot front. See, it might be a good idea to, to dress in, in khakis and blue polos and bring a, bring a megaphone that says FBI on the side and go down there in a U-Haul truck. <laughs> <laughs> call i'll walk you through how to use publicly land via the law okay I'll, all right well I i'm gotta, gonna take a picture how, of that how are we gonna sink them in i gotta i'll just save you, it yeah we'll we'll take a picture of that sweet okay um i i just i i'm not willing to walk people through in into that a b but we're just gonna we'll go in and uh, we're already there still because Jason knows the sheriff. He knows all the people down there. Mm -hmm. And I guess part of the conversation went, the sheriff said that he, he was being forced to turn this over to CBP. Mm. So something tells me that the sheriff was getting shit on from above saying, hey, look, you know where your bread's pilled and your butter's kept at. We're going to fucking do this. And... Is pickling bread a thing? I mean, I'm pickling peppers, but should I start pickling bread? We might want to. Okay. Just saying. Just thought. That's weird. I found pickling spice, so I'm I'm going to start pickling some peppers for you. Well, I already have pickled peppers. I have a bunch of pickled peppers. I know, but I I'm going to like... I picked a bunch of pickled peppers. Uh, no, no, no. That big, that big box that came in today, that was my canning pot. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, it, it's just the whole point is we get down there, we'll have a plan. We'll figure it out. It's just... I, I'm just letting you know right now, just at the well, fucking max of what's going on, we are being pushed back ever so slightly. And the reason is, is because of the attention we will bring to the problem of us being there. Yep. So the only other issue we're going to have getting down there is um, play, play, play that clip of the, the dude that the perfect Trump impersonator. I fucking love him. We know someone that knows him too. I think maybe... We the People Radio. Maybe James from We the People Radio I knows know him. Idea. I think so. 
The gas is too damn high. I just have to say, the gas is too damn high. Look at this, four eighty nine. It's a disgusting thing. I miss it when the gas used to be low. You know, it used to be so low, lower than fake news, CNN's ratings, or AOC's IQ. Now the gas is high, higher than Jerry Nadler's pants or Hunter Biden after a night on the town. Sleepy Joe, he could do it. You know, he could unleash American energy, but he'd rather talk to Venezuela and Iran. He'd rather. He's that guy's so, so good. good. It's crazy. He's so good. Yes, Lindsay, I agree. This stuff needs to be a lot more incognito. Not him, but the whole border wall palooza. So, um, I, I don't think so. We'll we're put it not, out as a code. Like we'll not, change the location, and there'll be like a scavenger hunt, right? We're, we're not. Uh, oh man, that would have been the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Holy fuck! There's a uh, there's a way to set up. Um, and some anybody much more nerdy than I am when it comes to computer shit, you guys might know how to do this better than me. But there is, uh, we used to be able to do it on the Fortrex, on the Garmin Fortrex. It was the handheld GPS device where you could, it, it's not a scavenger hunt, I forget what it's called, but it's like, um, I want to say it was like the quest feature or something like that, where you could set basically a moving waypoint. So you could sit there and it would constantly move like it wouldn't settle down. Yeah, it basically geocaching outdoor girl, almost mm -hmm. exactly geocaching, but the cache moved. So you were always chasing the cache. And the badass part was you weren't allowed to do anything until you, you couldn't stop until the cache was stopped. Uh, if, if you understand what I'm saying, it, like it just stopped moving and that was the location that everybody went to. And, but the only way you got the up, most updated location was if you yourself were moving, we figured out the hard way that, yeah, that, that shit doesn't work that way, but you can turn it on and off remotely, which is pretty pimp and it's a lot of fun. So you can, you can make it within 20 miles or you can make it within 10 meters. So you can, there's a whole bunch of fucked up shit you can do on the inside, but I just thought it would be really badass. Like if we did do it and all we did was like, we said, Hey, show up at these coordinates or follow us on your Garmin Fortrex at this location. And everybody like tunes in on the Garmin and it's moving. And you got to remember when you're not moving, the distance, you know, it varies. So it could be plus or minus. Well, that's great. 25 miles plus or minus 20 anymore. Feet. So we'd have to figure it out. No, it, so. it still is. But no one has a Garmin Fortrack. Fortrack? Well, we'd have to find out if you can buy them. People aren't going to buy a Garmin just to do this. They can't afford that shit. Dude, that shit would be... No, you know, they can't. It's like fucking 80 bucks. With the gas prices the way they are? Yeah, true. I'll give you that. Okay. Shut up. You know what else is moving? Fucking Bitcoin. Yeah, down. Uh, Straight into the shit. This afternoon, I looked at it and I was like, oh shit, Bitcoin's at 20. This morning on the way in uh, to bring my kids to practice before I went to get the cow, it was at 24,000. You know what it is now? 22,000. <laughs> 22,320.96 for Bitcoin. Oh, Ethereum, was it? Uh, Ethereum's, yeah, uh, $1,197 for an Ethereum coin. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is tanking. I don't know if it's going to go back up. I don't know if you should buy the dip. Don't take financial advice from me. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but we are going to have uh, Kirk Elliott back on here 
soon. He just rebooked. Ooh, Wednesday. To tell us how the recession is coming? Yes, exactly. Okay. I was like, we have to have Mecca now because these fucking numbers are terrible. Uh, the recession is in route, folks. But wait, 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 wait. Play the first Biden clip because he 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 disagrees. I have a broken watch that disagrees twice a day. Yeah. And it's right twice a day. I know. He, he's he's not even as good as a broken a watch. Climate is something we, we could all look back at these days and go, oh, my God. But why we have made we... some progress there. There's 560,000. Some, some. But, but it's moving. It's moving. My mother used to say, out of everything bad, some of good will come if you look hard enough for it. So the re the reduction on the use of oil also increases the need to find alternatives. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's moving. Hey, hold on. It's good. He has two different color eyes. He does? Yeah. Black and that's red? That's like green and that's like brown. Well, they used to be bright blue, so I'd love to know how you change your eye color. Look at it there. There's perfect image. Mine, Boom. mine change based on my mood, but they go from blue to green to purple. If I'm really fucking See, pissed look, off. Boom. Perfect. But they've never been brown. right there. Look at them. No, it looks like it looks red. You got blue and like brown. That's not blue. That's brown and brown. Maybe of real parasites in that eye. Ooh, real parasites. I'm That's just nasty. saying. You just never saying. know. Um, let's see. Jesus Christ. What in the hell is my Okay. Real parasites, yes. So so what else? So I thought you said that that was going to somehow disagree with me. He didn't say anything about the economy. No, no, no. He said it's getting it's it's it there's there's good. There's a silver lining in everything. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a silver lining in everything, right? Mm -hmm. Because less dependent on oil means everyone has to go out and buy an electric car. I just go buy an electric car. It's what, 60 grand? I mean, the, the Democrat senator in Michigan was like, oh, I just drove here from from uh, from Michigan in, in my electric car and I passed all these gas stations and it didn't matter because I was in my electric car. Um, the average, the medium income in Michigan is $52,000 a year, but you want everyone to go out and buy a $60,000 electric car? You're a little out of touch with the reality, con. Just saying. Well, so, I mean, most of them are. Anyway, you want to play the CNN clip about how uh, how horrible it is? Gas prices, the one next to Biden's gas, to the right of it. Yeah, that one. There you go. And this was actually from Friday. We didn't we didn't get to this one, but it's still applicable. Goldman Sachs now forecasting oil prices will spike to one hundred forty dollars a barrel this summer as gas prices continue to climb to new record highs. Joining us now is Chief Business Correspondent Christine Romans on these numbers. That is no relief yeah. in sight. No, it's stubborn. I mean, inflation has been stubborn and gas prices have been this thing every week. The real feel economic indicator for families, you know, you're paying 40 bucks more to fill up a, a, an SUV and overnight another four cents on gas prices, $4.96. Uh, you know, this is like up like a, a rocket ship in terms of how quickly these gas prices are rising. And when you look at all the states that already have $5 a gallon gasoline, every night another couple of states are added to this list. And we're expecting this here to continue. Now, you got to reach $5.40 a gallon to match inflation adjusted, the high from 2008, 2009. But with inflation on everything going up, it just shows you why the American consumer is so frustrated here. So 
wait, we have to reach $5.40 a gallon for uh, inflation adjusted to reach the same as it was in 2008. That's not how that works, bitch. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, not only that, look at how, do you see how that most of the states were blue states that oh, were yeah. suffering horrible Absolutely. gas prices? Hmm, wonder yeah. why. And, you know, when I, I drove to get the cow today and I was like, oh, I'm going to the country. And all I could hear in my head was the entire time. But that's OK. Um, I figured I was like, all right, well, it'll be cheaper out there. Right. Like I'm going up towards Statesboro and whatnot. It'll be cheaper. No. Four eighty nine. I paid cost me seventy five dollars to fill up my truck three quarters of the way. The. uh one one of the classes or uh, one of the schools, not one of the schools, one of the selection processes I went to, they we were in the uh, <clears throat> back in wild, wonderful woods of West Virginia, and uh, they had to teach us how to walk through the woods. What and I was like, how to walk through the woods? I was like, wh why are we gonna? What? Why are you gonna teach me how to walk through the woods? And then they started talking about the country. Uh, border language and the country um, border like transparent border rules in West Virginia. Okay. So now I'm in interested because at first I thought like the, the, we were actually changed. I, I thought we were actually going to a foreign country type thing. And then um, upon you, listening you to this, I'm like, you're, you're going what? to the Appalachia. That is kind of a foreign country. So, uh, well, there I am. No shit, there I am. And uh, where's the the tennis racket? They they got me a. Uh, we were walking. Uh, I was out doing what I was supposed to be doing, and I was moving. And it was late, and I was kind of being a little late getting to my last rally point for the day. And it had already gotten dark, and I was climbing. And I climbed over a fence, and I'm in this way back in the woods. I I mean, grass is still about waist deep. And I'm moving along at a good clip. I'm making the most direct route across the land like we were taught to. And uh, I hear, hey! And all of a sudden, see this flashlight come whipping across the freaking woods. I'm like, what the fuck? So I dropped to a knee. And... Uh, Pulled out your gun. I heard, uh, hey, Paul! <laughs> There's one in the back again! Better go get your gun! And I can tell you right now, I... I this is not racist. This is um, so true in such a, so many different ways. You will never understand. However, I went through two physical emotions at that point. Um, shit and run because I was like, hey, Paul, go get your gun. Um, oh, no, this isn't going down like fucking deliverance. And no, I'm not getting ass raped way out here in the fucking woods. Not happening. So uh, you better believe it. The only thing they saw were the bottoms of my feet because I was fucking hauling ass away. Whoop, and I was gone. And I jumped that fence clear. I, I cleared that fence probably by a good four or six feet. When I went over the top of that fence, I went flying through the air. I was like, fuck that shit. Not doing that. But yeah, there you go. There's that. 
Okay. I thought this was in here. Where did I see that this morning? Um, BT Wallace is going with jokes. Gas prices are so high. Loan officers now have offices and station stores. Gas prices are so high. Snoop Dogg said, damn. Damn. Gas prices are so high. My car called in sick to work. <laughs> but apparently. Apparently Karen no, turned no, a problem. Apparently this girl uh, offered to suck off an old guy at a gas station in exchange for a tank of gas. And he called the cops on her. Like, turn in your man card, dude. BT, come on, dude. You got to come up with something. Gas prices are so high, Mick can't get that high on anything me, Lynn, makes. <laughs> As to find us, and all of us in embodiment of so many of you here today, leaders in civil rights like Karen Nagasaki and uh, and Karen uh, Korematsu. Where, where are you? Where are the Karens? There you go. <laughs> Where, what? Where are the Karen? Karen Nagasaki Karen and Nagasaki. Uh, Karen Hiroshima. <laughs> Seriously, those are the Asian like the, the Asian oh ambassadors or oh, something. That's it. That can't be. That where can't be. Her. Karen Nagasaki. <laughs> Bring on the Karens. Where are the Karens? Holy shit. <laughs> Karen Nagasaki, Karen Hiroshima. A murder of Karens. I love it. <laughs> Gas price is so high it ate all of Understash. Damn. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Biden, always good for a laugh. What a That's it's fucking running our country guy. right now. I can't even. Oh, all right. Uh, gas prices are not as high as Biden, Hunter Biden, that is. Um, Although this Biden, I think, is probably jacked up on a whole lot of Adderall to get him through an hour. Yeah, keep him alive. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, some methamphetamines. Yep. President Biden once bragged about the stock market hitting record after record after record on my watch. How about now? Meaning the stock market. All the gains from President Biden's time in office have been wiped out. So, as you know, we're watching, we're watching closely. Uh, we know families are concerned about inflation in the stock market. Uh, that is something that the president is, is really aware of. And so look, we face global challenges. We've talked about this. Uh, this is, we're not the only country dealing uh, with what we're seeing at the moment as it relates to inflation. You know, Putin, Putin's price hike, inflation uh, coming, coming uh, out of a once in a generation uh, global pandemic, all, all of those things play a factor. And, uh, and you know, it, but the thing, the way that we see this is that the American people are well positioned uh, to face these challenges because of the economic historic uh, gains that we have made uh, under this president, under this president in the last 16 months. Yeah, the epic and historic oh, yeah. gains the, that we've made backwards because we're about to hit a fucking gigantic recession. Uh, we're no, we're in a recession. We're about to hit a gigantic depression. Okay, no, we're because, not in a recession. Yes, we are. When they give you those numbers, they're past numbers. They're not future numbers, right? So when the quarter two numbers come out saying that we had once again negative growth, that means we're already in a recession. That means we've been in a recession. I disagree. Yeah, well, I, I disagree what, because the interest see. rates yet have. Uh, although I, I, I did hear on. Uh, I heard good a authority hundred point bump today. Good authority, uh, folks. Um, we could definitely, definitely be looking at double digit interest rates before the end of August. Yeah. So um, 
there's a lot to come with that because when interest rates go up that high, people stop buying houses. What they're trying to do is prevent inflation. This, I, I heard this today and I am not a stark stock market fucking expert by any means, shape or form. So I might explain this wrong. So hold temper your comments. I get it. Um, However, inflation goes up as inflation goes up. If, if, if interest rates stay below inflation the whole time, eventually inflation over, over tops and takes over and destroys any possibility of any interest rate period being backed by any money whatsoever. Cause we don't have any. So that being said, what they're going to do is the normal way to combat inflation. And this is a normal way, not a retarded Biden Harris. I'm going to fuck this up the worst way. I know how to weigh the normal way to combat it with cotton candy as a mouthpiece is you take interest rates and you drive interest rates up. If you drive interest rates up, that gives people more uh, ability to put money into banks, which increases the outflow, which in turn moderately will start to drop inflation. Once inflation drops, interest rates drop in coercion with inflation. However, the opposite is completely taking place right now, which is they are going to go through the moon with interest rates. If you raise interest rates too fast and you don't incrementally raise interest rates, uh, a gallon of milk goes from right now. You said you were, were paying $5 for a gallon of milk. We'll go yeah. to almost $25 overnight. So figure out how that one works because interest rates, if you throw up interest rates way above inflation, you can topple back the other way as well. It's a very dynamic point, depending on which one reaches its peak first. If they overdo it, they blow up the economy and they basically push inflation into the dirt, which interest rates then just blow everything up. You just can't buy anything. You walk in and just look at things and hope to God you how you figure out how you're going to survive. How do you feel about goat milk? Because I think we can get goat milk from the farm around the corner. You still hate it? No, oh, yeah. Damn. There's no way I'm touching fucking goat milk. Fuck that. <sighs> okay. So well, maybe I mean, they have a milk cow. There, there is. There's a lot of things that are coming up. Uh, I today was the round two of January sixth, which I was just hoping. I was just hoping they'd show that video again. I was like, please show the video. Right now, I'm thinking $10 for every person that now thinks I'm a terrorist based on the video that January 6th played. Well, well, well wait a minute. You said you talked to Lee today. I did so, talk to Lee So today. tell me about your conversation with Lee. So she I'm, said- I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I want to hear about this. So she said that now she's not a defamation lawyer. She said I should start calling defamation lawyers, which we have one on retainer in Chicago. So maybe he can help out. See a patriot? Well, I know he's an ambulance chaser, which is kind of the same thing. Possibly. Anyway. Um, but I, and I also reached out to Candace's team and asked if they knew a good defamation lay around here. But she said that it is very difficult to sue the government if they are within the course of their duties. Okay. So because this was produced as part of the January 6th committee, I might not be able to sue the government about it. However, I may be able to sue the individual members of the committee and the ABC producer that put that video together. 
there's so, still enough money in there for that. Oh yeah. That that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um anyone remember the name of uh Nicholas Sandman's lawyer or Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer? Maybe I should call Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood. Yeah. He's defamation. He's a defamation. I know lawyer. he is, and I know I I think they pulled him out of Georgia. I think they pulled his license in Georgia. I don't know. Anyway, but he would probably be a good place to start. Though. I think so. So um, I think I'm sure I can get Linwood's number. I'm not too concerned about that. So, yeah, um, we'll see. But the other thing I'm going to ask, and I didn't ask Lee because she was literally getting on a plane. Um, so like she was like, I'm I'm sitting on a plane right now. I just got your text message on wheels up in like two seconds. So just give me a quick rundown. And I gave her a quick rundown. She gave me that back. But I do want to ask. um, and yes, that's why I reached out to Candace's team, Lindsay, because I think they they know Lynn. Um, I do want to ask if I should put myself out and tell my side of the story now if I'm going to be suing them. No, wait until the lawyer. Or if I should keep but my we, mouth we, shut. I mean, we already did. We already did because we talked about it here. He, yes, but I'm saying like I could very easily, you know, call CJ and make the rounds of all of the shows. <laughs> now you got me, BT. Thank there you. There you go. Gas prices so, so high. I, even, even COVID, COVID can't, can't afford, afford to travel. travel. I like it. Um, so anyway, you know, I could call CJ. I could make the rounds of all the shows. I could I could get on all the podcasts. I could tell my side of the story. I could, you know, do all that. Um, I don't know if we should just keep it here for now or if I should do that. I'm I'm actually thinking that that might actually be a better way because we can actually reach more people mm -hmm. and a possible jury that's drawn up. I mean, yeah, you would have because this is going to trial. They better just go ahead or and they'll say, settle. Because they don't want it to go to trial because they don't want me to destroy their narrative that they completely lied. They fucking photoshopped in a noose behind me, for God's sakes. There was no fucking noose there. Give me a break. So, yeah. Um, all right, maybe I'll do that then. Maybe I'll make the rounds of the shows. Because before you know it, you're not going to be able to talk about it, period. Yeah, because they'll put they'll they'll stick me with an NDA. So I got to get the story out now. Uh, well, actually, Wigan Gnarly says, Keith, stay here, get a lawyer. Then, then make, make the, the rounds. rounds done. That's, I think, a smarter move on this one. Okay. Well, all right. Um, so we get a lot of. Uh, I'm on. I'm on the Linwood side of the Lynn versus Flynn de great debate. Anyway, so I don't like Flynn. Well, neither do I. I know. There's not a whole lot of people. That Flynn do. was coming out against Lynn Wood very hard, which tells me that yeah, Lynn Wood's which, on over the target. Yeah. Yeah. Which so. tells me that. Well, there's a lot of things about General Flynn we should all be very careful about saying. Yes, I probably shouldn't wear this shirt when I go on the rounds of the show. I, I would. <sighs> Fuck up. Oh, I know. Oh, anyway. you, you know how you, you, you know why I, I don't say that. Roger because... wants to know why would I settle? Why would I settle for the money? Of course. Fuck yeah. Why not? I would 100% settle for the money because I'm still going to get my story out and then we can produce a better show for you guys. Remember, re remember folks, um, if if we say 10 bucks for every person who saw that you're looking at still 200 million dollars just about right 200 million bat. dollars right yeah. off the bat so if they're going to settle they're going to settle for at least a 50 percent uh a 50 percent bid on that and it's going to be fucking 100 million dollars at least 100 million 50 million maybe fuck it who cares whatever 
But I, I just, uh, I, I could buy more chickens. I could build a bigger chicken coop. <laughs> like, I, I, I wouldn't have I to work anymore. I don't want. So we get, could do you know, like whatever. two or three shows a day. I'm a simple, of, I'm a simple person. Yeah, we could do a, one or a, two shows a, a day. We do a morning coffee you show. Guys would love my morning anger. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, because I just let her do it. I just sit back <laughs> in the corner and drink coffee and get stoned and drunk and be like uh, laughing my balls off yeah, and her going well, nuts. I, just go nuts. I fucking can't believe <laughs> you should hear her some morning. She's epic. Uh, yeah. She likes to respond to shit without having my input on it whatsoever. That's true. But I do so well. Twat. Like my, my old, you remember Jimmy, my Irish assistant manager at work, right? Still Nick, good friends with him. Nick loved when Jimmy worked for me, okay? Because, like, my dog we actually, like, tried to take his arm off. Drinks. I met him on St. Patrick's Day in a bar, and I brought him into work for me. But Jimmy, the man never slept. He drank a lot, but he was Irish. I actually ended up firing him for coming in drunk at work. I brought him to get <laughs> – they made me bring him get a breathalyzer. He blew a .281 an hour and a half after – I brought him like from work. He was literally falling down to the desk. A point two eight one. Who the fuck blows that? No, he wasn't. He was not. You you even said it. You were like, I couldn't even tell. No, no, no. He that day I could tell. Normally I couldn't tell. That day I could tell. He was literally falling down. I mean, falling down at the front desk. But anyway, Jimmy used to email me at like five o'clock in the morning, knowing that I would get up at six o'clock in the morning and he would email me the most ridiculous bullshit just to piss me off. I swear to God. He later told me that he did it just so that I would direct my anger, my morning anger at him rather than at Mick. <laughs> so I'd be like sitting on the shitter firing off like, oh, nice words, nasty tone. <laughs> <laughs> twat tone it was fantastic anyway but he he was a great dude and yeah, it was dude. uh it's funnier than hell though because like uh i've kept up with him he's at another hotel in ireland now and uh yeah he's actually invited us to go over there when all this bullshit, bullshit. yeah no kidding but anyway which who knows um so no he right. wasn't driving he just came to work he was drunk he was he's he, he he, supposed to be at work for four hours Understand when they finally got the breathalyzer done, it was four hours yeah. after it he was, was like, supposed to have clocked He hit in. every single bar down River Street and did a shot. And then like and he a, walked after he drank a six pack of beer when he woke up in the morning and, and then went to the bathroom and did a couple more shots before he got in my car to go do a breathalyzer. Um, probably because the last time they'd brought him in to do a drug whoa, test. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Awaken mom. Did you hear that Smithfield meat? processing plant in california their largest is closing they are reducing production uh in four other states china well that's wow. interesting since you're bringing that up um we'll get off the personal stuff so uh because i have the story right here here's the updated list of u.s-based food manufacturing plants destroyed under the biden administration okay this is fucking insane oh uh, 95 plants that have been destroyed, damaged, or impacted by accidental fires, disease, or general causes. January 11, 21, fire destroyed a 75,000 square, 75, square foot processing plant in Fayetteville. April 30th, 21, fire ignited inside the Smith, Smithfield Foods pork processing plant in Monmouth, Illinois. July 25th, 21, three-alarm fire at Kellogg plant in Memphis. Uh, July 30th, firefighters on Friday battled a large fire at Tyson's River Valley Ingredients Plant in Hansville, Alabama. 
let's see, August 23rd, 21, fire crews were called to a Patak meat production company on Ewing Road in Austell. September 13th, 21, a fire at the JBS beef plant in Grand Island, Nebraska. Um, October 31st, a fire alarm fire, five alarm fire ripped through the Daregold butter production plant in Caldwell, Idaho. November 15th, a woman is in custody following a fire at the Garrard County Food Pantry. November 29th, the fire broke out at 5.30 p.m. at the Made Right Steak Company meat processing plant. Uh, December 13th, West Side Food Processing Plant in San Antonio left with smoke damage after a fire. January 7th, 22, damage to a poultry processing processing plant on Hamilton's Mountain. Uh, January 13th, firefighters worked for 12 hours to put out a fire at the Cargill Neutrina plant in Louisiana. January 31st, a fertilizer plant with 600 tons of ammonium nitrate inside caught fire on Cherry Street in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. February 3rd, massive fire swept through Wisconsin River Meats in Mauston. February 3rd, 130 cows killed at a fire in Percy Farm in Stowe, Vermont. I mean, this there's there's 95 of them. Um, so yeah, June 9th, irrigation water was canceled in California, the number one producer of food in the U.S., and storage water flushed directly out into the Delta. June 8th, firefighters at the Tangapahoa Fire District 1 at the Purana Feed Mill in Arcola. June 7th, June 2nd, May 31st, 3 million chickens destroyed in Stockholm, Minnesota. Uh, 30,000 ducks destroyed in Pennsylvania. May 29th, poultry building in Forsman Farms. May 23rd, 4,000 ducks at a duck farm in Pennsylvania. May 21st, 57,000 turkeys in Minnesota. Uh, May 18th, 7,200 ducks. May 17th, 79,000 chickens. 83,000 ducks. 10,500 turkeys. 35,000 turkeys. What the fuck? Why are they going after all the poultry? I mean, this is like chickens, ducks, turkeys, chickens, ducks, turkeys. Oh, it's because of the fake bird flu. Millions of birds. Food processing So much for uh, a good Thanksgiving. And at the same time, you still can't get infant formula. Month later. What? Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got, she, she's, she's got something to say about that. But, but why? But why? But why? I, I, I wear my pink one today for you all. Yeah. So sweet. You can't get mad at her. She looks like cotton candy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I have two questions on baby formula. So first, um, what is the White House? What is the latest update the White House has received on the current formula situation across the country? Yeah. Let me see if I have anything new for you on that. Uh, so I think it's been a couple of days since we have asked been asked that question. Okay. I don't have anything new. I know we made some announcements last week. Uh, I don't. I just don't have them in front of me. Yeah. No. Nothing new on that. Nothing so new. If you're no, still uh, looking to, you know, if you still want to know, child, no, 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 don't worry about it. No, we we made some announcements last week, but there's there's nothing new. Unfortunately, that what was it three three and three point seven bottles of formula that came over from Germany in the the it overhead apparently bin didn't last a day. Told you. For one person. Told you. Um, so, yeah. So, wait a minute. Uh, Jason 
what is supposed to happen? You said keep your pets indoors the next few months. Wish I was kidding. What's going to happen with the pets indoors thing? Yeah. You have to explain that one. Yeah. What? I'm not being a smart ass. No, no, seriously. Just trying to figure out what you're talking about because I haven't heard anything about that. So that's yeah. an interesting one to me. So I'm, <clears throat> um, fucking cut said uh, 6 million babies are at risk of starving still. Yes and no. Um, honestly, goat milk. Goat's milk is actually amazing for babies. It's the closest to breast milk that you can get. Uh, better than cow's milk. We have to go back to the old ways. We can't be dependent on the government for everything. Jason, is this the uh, bit about the, uh, if it's the same thing I'm thinking about, it, this isn't, hasn't, doesn't have to do anything, anything about the sprain. Is that accurate? Yeah. If some demon hurts my fur kids, look out. You're right out, Dorgal. Because there was something I, I heard about the sprain thing that uh, I was wondering about. Yeah. No kidding. Unfortunately, a lot of my pets live outside, not my it, dog. So it, it, no, they were, uh, somebody was talking about how he went up to, uh, there was a video posted. I, I don't know where I got to go find it. Um, there's a video posted of this guy. Um, and he went up to, uh, he was, I forget what the fuck he was. He went up to like a plane, like a County sprayer or some shit like that. And he mm -hmm. opened the thing to see what they were spraying. He's kind of like one of those guys just being a dick type thing going outside um, and man, food, just plain mother fool shit. <laughs> and don't say some shit like that. You got me all spun up thinking that there was something that I was onto here. It could have been just this guy because he's talking about your hungry neighbors, eating your pets in the coming months. Yes, exactly. The, uh, so anyway, he went up and he opened the tank on this thing and he like went in, of course, you can't smell it obviously, but he leaned in and he was like, Whoa. And he's like, why are they spraying diesel fuel out of these tanks that are supposedly spraying bug killer? There's diesel fuel. D does not smell like diesel fuel. Did he open the wrong tank? No. Weird. You couldn't see it any more clearer. He's like, there's diesel fuel in these tanks. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking cuts. I'm with you. Um, he says, my family looks at me like I'm nuts because I'm going full tilt on gardens. And Mick looked at me like I was crazy too at first. And I'm about to order another three yards of compost because I already went through the first three yards. I'll put it in a different place though so it doesn't mess up your yard this time. Um, but uh, it's, I mean, it's it's crazy. We're going to have to feed ourselves. That was why I went, drove four hours to get a freaking cow today. Plus feeding the pets. Holy shit. Let me tell you about this cow too, folks. There's a lot Four of cow meat. full fucking freezers. I mean, we can't, I, if my balls needed to be, you know, cooled or chilled for a little bit, there's no way I could even put them in there. There's no room. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. So, and you know, it's, it's good. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of ground beef, a lot of cube steak, a lot of stewed beef. I'm fine with that. I literally told him, I was like, look, I don't need the fancy cuts get me I do but I've got enough big pieces that I can cut get, it out of it get me the most with the me the least amount of waste right I want the entire cow and then he gave me a whole freaking box of bones too which is amazing I got the first thing of beef broth um bone broth going right now um I already made like three pounds of dog food and got more coming um so yeah it's I mean but the vegetable gardens they're they're going crazy my tomato plants are like five feet high now 
And, yeah, uh, I mean, we also live in the South. It was 100 yeah. degrees here today. It was fucking it like was the hot. devil's nuts today. It yeah. was ridiculous. Literally, so. if you came down to Georgia today, your car melted because it's not used to this type of heat, folks. It was even bad for the people that have been here for a hot. Yeah, that's true. So, And but, I was stuck in some lady's garage that I think smoked 9 million packs of cigarettes in this garage. There was a yellow film on everything in the garage. It was... um it was pretty gross. I mean, I'd like, I can physically see nicotine on the walls. That's like how bad it was. I was like, my Lord woman, when you die, your lungs need to be exhumed from your body because I bet they died years ago. Just saying. Um, our tomato is out of its cage. Yeah. Ours is too. Yeah. So yeah. And we are, we're covering our gardens. I've got, um, well, I cover around the outside. The top is open, but I actually plant marigolds and borage around it. So the pests leave the gardens alone. It's the chickens more that I was worried about because they don't give a, they'll eat the borage. They don't care. Uh, tastes like cucumbers, but it's like, it's got kind of prickly leaves. So the pests tend to leave it alone. It keeps all the, the tomato pests away. And then the marigolds keep all the other stuff away. So yeah. Not only that, it's really weird too, because I've never, ever, ever seen plants ever affect ants. And holy fuck! They don't like shit. the borage at all. They don't like any of that shit. Nope. They won't even build a, a mound anywhere nope. near that. I, I'm almost thinking that you're going to start planting it around the yard. As soon as I get the grass growing, we might just. Uh, borage seeds real easy. It'll reseed itself. It'll take over. And uh, you know, when I went to the farmers market on Saturday, they invited me to come and and use a community table if I don't have you know enough for my own table. And I'm like, I can bake enough for my own table. But um, I'm really thinking I'm just gonna start selling borage. We have so much of it. People have no idea about their about the usage of it. I'll uh, I'll you know print up little cards of what borage does. It tastes great. It's really good for you it's got all kinds of uses i'll make some like borage elixir and stuff and sell that shit it's good stuff and anyway. it's amazing they don't they don't they won't even come near it i was like yeah. holy fuck yeah. and like because all the mounds are being built past way outside of that but i'm just like fuck that's yeah. that's pretty badass it's good stuff so anyway it's almost better than my bug stuff that i spray everywhere which i might use it to make bug stuff too we'll see but if they don't like the prickly stuff it's not really so much the smell but anyway, and yes, the borage has blue flowers. The, I also have white borage, but the blue ones bloom faster than the white ones do. So anyway, um, enough about planting, although that really is more important than just about anything else, because all this that's going on right now uh, is going to destroy our future. And if you want to save your future, you got to go back to the old ways. It was funny. I was reminded again today of this. Uh, just remember, folks, this is not like anything you've ever seen. If this ever happens and... I understand that everybody thinks they know what they're going to do in that amount of time when that happens. Oh, I'm going to be fucking John Rambo. I'm going to carry fucking two guns rolling out, blah, blah, blah. You can um, only shoot one at a time. You, you got to remember, this is not anything like you've ever seen that nobody's ever seen. You don't ever want to see shit like this. If this shit actually goes that route, if we end up rolling down that road of uh, going kinetic. Yeah. Um, it'll be nothing you've ever experienced your whole entire life. Unless you were a soldier. And I can tell you right now, it's not something you ever want to see because you see the absolute lowest in humanity. You there. Matter of fact, I've always warned her. I've always told her, God forbid we ever go that route. You will never, ever. I, I am the most, I will fucking shoot you just to shoot you. 
Um, Do we still think the military is coming? Um, no, I think the militias are coming. I think we are coming. We, the people, um, are there some aspects in the military that might not shoot us? Sure. Do I count on them? No. I, I still think there's a problem. I still think legitimately we're coming to incurable truths. Um, we're about to see it again. Lindsey Graham supposedly and a number of other Republican senators came to some okay about red flag laws. Okay. And I gotta, I gotta give Bongino props on this one. When Russia, wherever he got it from, he got it from Twitter. I know when the United States didn't like Russia, they tried to disarm Russia and they gave weapons to Ukraine. Okay. Just remember, in America right now, they're trying to un disarm you. Yeah. That's what Hitler did before. I I'm just letting you know. If he comes for the guns, that's it. That's going to be the shot heard around the world. And there's not... I know the 2A community. I know they're going to see it the same way. And I know they're going to rise up the same way. However, on our side, there's a lot of people that are a part of this. <laughs> that are not don't understand that whole part of guns don't understand the constitution don't understand what your rights that were endowed to you by god who is a man to say that you are not allowed to have bare arms who it was given to me by god you know what i think is the funniest thing not funny funny but like ironic funny stupid funny is that all the people that want to kill your babies in the womb are the same people who want to take your guns away to save kids. For real? Okay. I just... I, and remember, too, the people that want to do this also have armed security. Yeah. Why? You know, something that Wanda said in that email, she said that one day that, um, you know, oh, that the... the We'll, we'll outnumber you. That's what you're scared of. Well, let me tell you something, Wanda. If y'all hadn't murdered 62 million babies in the last 30 years, you already would outnumber us. Just saying. Hashtag pound me too. Yeah. 62 million babies. <laughs> 62 million brown and black babies have been murdered since 1973. And you're going to tell me you're so concerned about life? Fuck off. That one fit. Perfect. A little bit. Anyway. That's perfect. Cha-ching. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We got to wrap up here soon, but play this last yeah, we do. idiot clip. He is an idiot. But, you know, they have to put out promo videos. So here, here you go. Here's a promo video. Because of the progress, America can tackle inflation from a position of strength unlike any other country in the world. Because every country in the world is getting a big bite and piece of this inflation. Worse than we are in the vast majority of countries around the world. But make no mistake about it. I understand inflation is a real challenge to American families. Today's inflation report confirmed what Americans already know. Putin's price hike is hitting America hard. Gas prices at the pump. Energy and food prices account for half of the monthly price increases since May. Inflation outside of energy and food, what they, the economists call core inflation, moderated the last two months. 
Not enough, but in moderate, it's come down. And we need it to come down much more quickly. My administration is going to continue to do everything we can to lower the prices to the American people, and the Congress has to act, and they have been of late. Yeah. Congress has to act. Yeah. I know where that is. Yep. You know where that picture is taken. Yeah. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's good old Savannah. Right there. It's funny. They put an evergreen ship in there. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it though? Almost as if it was planned. Wow. Um, Awaken Mom said, is it a leafy plant? I don't know what that is. Yes. Borage is a leafy plant. It's also known as the star flower. Uh, it's a leafy plant. It's got little blue flowers at the top. Um, I will. Uh, Wanda tripped over the abortion bucket and managed to survive. <laughs> Stunning and brave. Yes, exactly. Hysterical. Um, Just pissed my pants. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, we got to get out of here. Um, We'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think it's just us tomorrow no, night. No, we have a guest tomorrow. We have uh, Scott Shara coming on tomorrow. Um, his daughter, Grace. Uh, you may have seen him on other shows. I think he's been on the SGT. He was on the SGT report recently. That's where I heard him. Anyway, uh, his daughter, Grace, was murdered in the hospital. She had Down syndrome. So he's going to come on and, and tell her story and bring some attention to, uh, you know, once again, how they're trying to kill us all. So uh, we'll have him on tomorrow. And then we have uh, Kirk Elliott on Wednesday. on Wednesday. And I think that's it for this week. So then Thursday and Friday is just us. Thursday and Friday is us. For now. You never know what comes up. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, either way. Uh, okay. So we'll be back tomorrow night, 6 yep. p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, take care. Yep. Get ready. Yep. Keep smiling. Yep. Because. Uh, just wait. It's coming. Patience is abundant. That's right. All right. So. Well, y'all have a good night for the Mick. And be Lynn. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for watching. served out in Afghanistan and now he's back living with me he can't afford good health care then he sees illegals get it all for free I thank the Lord I've got a dang good job and an extra beat-up truck that he can drive around the farm and try to make a couple extra bucks some want it all for free That don't sit well with me I pledge allegiance to this flag It's part of who I am I don't kneel for the anthem Ever have and never will The only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me Was an ass-kicking patriotic good mentality some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it. Here's to the American savage. I'd like to defund welfare and deputize 10 million more today. You want a civil war, you about to get one cause it's time to drop dead weight. 
Just give me one hard worker, I don't give a damn what color that he is. We come from different places, I just wanna know, do you have any grip? Some want it all for free. That don't sit well with me. I pledge allegiance to this flag, it's part of who I am. Don't kneel for the anthem, ever have and never will The only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me Was an ass-kicking, patriotic, good mentality Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it It's to the American Is knocking outside of the gate. I say, let them in, lock and load, and we wait. If evil is knocking outside of the gate, I say, let them in, lock and load, and we wait. I pledge allegiance to this flag, it's part of who I am. I don't kneel for the anthem, never will, don't give a damn. The only thing that my ancestors ever gave to me Was an ass-kicking, patriotic, good mentality Some folks just don't see how damn blessed they would be if they had it Here's to the American savage American savage So tell me, how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is, is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And, uh, we found, uh, we found a bunch and one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was cultural life, 1972, cultural life, 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death folks. So, uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and, uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and, uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life, their money, uh, 30%, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support, um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state 
and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get-go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, It's actually amazing quality. I wore the T-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a T-shirt and you're like, Okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This 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 is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you. And uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So, folks, again, culturealife1972.com. Use promo code PATRIOTPARTY, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right? Thank you.